Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's a new year, and that means setting new goals for yourself and your family. And there's no better time to throw financial goals into the mix. Because the past year has been stressful for lots of people, me included. So why not take this opportunity to reevaluate where you are financially and where you want to be down the road? And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and wants to help you set your financial goals and work towards a more secure financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186 for a no-cost consultation. That's Thomas Chandler at 662-296-0186 to get started today on your journey to financial health today. What's up, players? This is the Talk of Champions Franchise Player. Always. Boss player. Forever. Welcome into Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Old Miss Spirit and Inside the Rebels. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. It's Tuesday, March 7th. And as of this recording right now, this minute, Chris Beard is not Ole Miss's next Ole Miss men's basketball coach. But there's certainly some momentum, it seems, gaining some steam. David, what's up? Hey, y'all. I, I, hey, Ben, how are you? And uh, it's good to be with you this morning. And yeah, you kind of summed it up. I mean, it's Chris Beard or bust, right? That's uh, that's kind of the way everybody seemingly feels about it. Um, and uh, not much to report after the happenings on Monday. And we're all just kind of in a wait and see mode. If it's and not him as of March 7, 2023, um, I don't know who it's going to be. Because I feel like there's certainly a case to be made for a Dusty May and some sourcing stuff that backs that up. And then you hear some rumblings about assistance or Bucky McMillan or whoever it might be. Uh, we know who's not involved in this search. It's Will Wade and Penny Hardaway. And right now, because Ole Miss met with Chris Beard yesterday, reported on the Ole Miss Spirit that he met with um, Ole Miss yesterday, Keith Carter and Glenn Boyce, if it's not him, then this thing might take a little bit longer because it feels like all of their focus, at least for now, is on Chris Beard. And I've heard that they're pretty comfortable as, as Ole Miss with all of the background stuff that obviously you have to reach a certain place of comfort or this thing just isn't going to work. So they must be already that place. I mean, I remember back in 2018, Ole Miss interviewed who? Thad Mata, Kermit Davis, and had some talks with the representation of Penny Hardaway and a few others. But really, they only talked to Thad Mata and Kermit Davis. At that motto, who came to Oxford, said, yes, he had been hired. He didn't, and he wasn't. And then they pivoted and went to Kermit, and that was the hire. So when you get to this place, is it a fair assumption to say it's further down the road than just, oh, they're looking into Chris Beard? Yeah, certainly so. And, uh, you know, if if what we're hearing is true, and Glenn Boyce met with Beard as well as Keith Carter on Monday, um, I think he passed their vetting process. Um, and 
I, I don't think Carter and Boyce ever sat down with Beard without some intentions to offer him the job. The Ole Miss basketball job is fortunate to have someone the quality of Chris Beard who no matter the reasoning is in a situation where it would be a good fit for Chris Beard as well Um, because you know I know you and I talked yesterday and we both agree you know this Ole Miss basketball men's basketball job it's not a top 20 gig by any stretch of the imagination and um you know, there's been some banner back and forth about, you know, on our message board at least, about, well, we've got the facilities and we've got this and that and everything seemingly, you've got everything except the tradition and, and the record of success. And if I'm a coach, Ben, especially if I'm an aspiring young coach, that matters to me. It absolutely matters to me. It may end up mattering to Chris Beard. We don't know. But um, so I I get that take that, you know, I think the Ole Miss football job could be argued to be one of the top 10 in America. The Ole Miss baseball job is arguably the best in America. The Ole Miss men's basketball job is nowhere near those stratospheres. And that's just kind of the way it is. You know, you've got some fans who, who, who just, that totally blows their mind. They don't understand how a building like the pavilion and the trappings around the program don't make it one of the best jobs in the country. You've got to win. Somebody's got to win. The pavilion has seen two coaches fired since its inception. Okay. Um, you know, outside of Rob Evans and Bob Wellick, what Ole Miss coaches haven't been fired? in men's basketball. When you think about Rob, the reason he left is not because necessarily he wanted to or take another step. It's that he just didn't feel like he could take that step at Ole Miss. And that's where Ole Miss has to kind of change its approach and just how overall, not just from an administration standpoint, but also from fans, how committed are you to basketball? With Chris Beard, if you make a hire in Chris Beard, that is making a statement that administratively you're in it to win it because you don't take on the bullets that you're going to take on and you don't become the next landing spot after Texas for Chris Beard, if not for your commitment to saying, Hey, we want to win, win and win big in basketball. So from a fan base perspective, and maybe Chris Beard is the only one that can do this, but from a fan base perspective, then you have to in turn make that commitment as well. I do want to clarify something though. I don't, I've seen a lot of it and you're seeing it on Twitter, you're seeing it on message boards. Hey, what's going on? What's the latest? What's the latest? That's not how these searches work. This is the next step. What you need to understand about this process and where it is right now, we were all thinking about the vetted candidates and who they've reached out to, who they touched base to, who's real, who's not. This is real because they've met with them. It is now real. It is very real. Because, yes, there's some contact made with Chris Holtman at Ohio State and his representation, but this is a step in the process, a tangible step that is of significance. And Chris Beard, if I understand correctly, has been living in a house in Mississippi like Jackson He's unemployed. He's in the state. A lot of it makes sense. I don't think anything's imminent, mainly because they're entering the next phase. If they are in the next phase, that contract language is what they would be talking about right now. And that contract language for Chris Beard has to be pretty complicated. But what it offers Chris Beard is 
complete freedom as far as program is concerned because Ole Miss is desperate for any kind of relevancy. So if Chris Beard is the hire and he takes over men's basketball, he'll have a commitment from a school and won't be looking for a contract reset after five years that no other coach really gets in college basketball right now at one of these comparable type jobs. Because Ole Miss, like, you're right, Ole Miss is a bad basketball job, the worst in power five, in my opinion, power six, one of the worst in power six. But it's not as if the bones are bare. It's not as if he's walking in to a dilapidated building to no NIL funds to speak of. Ole Miss can raise some money for NIL. They did that with the players currently on the roster, Matthew Morrell, Amari Abram, guys like that who are former four-stars. So there is enough in place for someone who is of Chris Beard's stature to take it and maybe make it more than it's ever been before. And he gets to, to work in a framework where there's no pressure on him at all because Ole Miss will take – literally any kind of success at this point but that contract language if they are progressing here that contract language this would be the next step it's got to be really complicated for him and I feel like we're not around the corner to a hire anything like that Chris Beard can't go out and win 25 games at Ole Miss next year and then be the head coach at Texas A&M whatever contract he signs you mentioned complexities has got to have an extremely large buyout and I, and I think that's just bottom line there. But, but you know, we, we keep talking about Ole Miss is going to have to weather the storm in the media. I want to clarify something on that. <clears throat> yeah, there are going to be some national media types from 1,000 miles away and 10,000 feet up in the sky that are, that are going to fire missiles at, at this potential hire. But on the ground in Oxford, in the state of Mississippi, Ben, you know as well as I do, there's going to be very little, if any, criticism of Ole Miss hiring Chris Beard. I mean, I'm not going to criticize the hire. I think he's exactly what they need. I don't know enough about his personal life to even offer commentary on that. That's why I bring up the contract language complexity because if something later down the line comes up, Ole Miss has to have a pretty much free out, and that's going to be a part of the language uh, I would figure with any school that would be interested in Chris Beard. Yeah. Let's not pretend like Ole Miss is the only option he's going to have. Texas Tech, if it comes open, he's from Texas Tech. He took them to a national championship. He won them their first Big 12 title ever. So if Chris Beard has an opportunity to return home where he's beloved, that would be tempting. But maybe he wants a clean break. Maybe Ole Miss offers the perfect situation as far as no pressure and kind of just coaching ball, doing your job and keeping your nose clean. Maybe Ole Miss is that perfect power six opportunity for a coach in Chris Beard who's dealing with enough off the court that plenty of schools have reservations, including Ole Miss. But I think you're right in terms of how the how he'll be treated media-wise, both locally and nationally. However, I, I'm curious how Ole Miss will handle it because I've seen enough of it online and that's anecdotal but i have seen enough of it online to know that it's not something to dismiss out of hand that there's a portion of your fan base that's going to be turned off almost immediately so that's something that maybe winnie wins that back or whatever i asked you the questions last week on the podcast if you had to take chris beard or the field you would take the field chuck said the same thing when i had him on the podcast chris beard of the field he took the field i would right now take chris beard yeah i would too things have changed uh things change quickly um, you know, last week there were even some, you know, national analysts in my ear telling me, hey, Ole Miss is not going to talk to Chris Beard. 
that that's not going to happen. And I've been told this. Well, you know, so yesterday I reached back out to the national analysts and I'm like, so where'd you hear that from? Agent friends. I said, well, Ole Miss must have been lying to your agent friends. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think it's Beard. I would take Beard versus the field right now. And, and again, you know, is it going to be happy? Not totally, because you're going to have people out there, USA Today reporters, ESPN people, even some of our, our national analysts from our own network have been critical of Ole Miss even thinking about Chris Beard. But on the ground, it's going to be positive, and it's going to be exciting. You're going to you're going to give your fans something to look forward to. You've got an opportunity to sell out the pavilion, and um, Beard can do that because he's won everywhere he's ever been and won big time. And as you mentioned, I mean, he took a, a downtrodden Texas Tech program, maybe not downtrodden as Ole Miss but he took them to a national championship game, right? Final four anyway. I mean, so the, the proof is there. This is a big time coach and Ben at no point in Ole Miss history ever, ever, ever will you have the three head coaches of the big, big the three biggest sports, football, baseball, men's basketball in that order and Ole Miss swinging a bigger stick than they will be swinging right now collectively if Chris Beard is the guy. Lane Kiffin, Mike Bianco, who's the defending national champion, Chris Beard, that's one heck of a triumvirate. And, uh, you know, you got a pretty good women's coach in, in Coach O. Yeah, all those think pieces back when Auburn hired Bruce Pearl does – Auburn have the best one-two football basketball head coaching combo in college. Then it was Gus Malzahn and Bruce. So these things can change quickly. And Lane, I would—I don't think it's arguable. Nick Saban's a better coach. Kirby Smart's a better coach. But you'd be hard-pressed to get past eight, nine, ten. But if you want to go big three, well, then that's an even smaller pool of schools that can really compete. The reason I say I would put my money on Chris Beard instead of the field right now, I just don't know who it would be if it's not him right now. There's no real momentum anywhere else since Kermit was fired February 24th this is the first time one of these coaches felt really real does that make sense no it does it absolutely does and um you know again we we had already reported we had already heard Ole Miss had vetted Chris Beer. we didn't yeah, know even what when even happened. when all the national people like you said a lot of I mean I was getting in my ear too saying oh no no that's not right uh, not and, and I mean I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. When Richard came out on Super Talk and was so solid and firm or very uh, out there and, and resolute in, yeah. in saying that Ole Miss would not pursue Will Wade or Chris Beard, it spooked me. But it went against the sourcing I had that I've always trusted to do this job well that said, hey, man, no matter what you hear, Chris Beard is going to be involved in this process. And after that, I, I just started kind of hedging my best, like, oh, well, Richard knows. And not to say Richard was wrong. Because these things change. I mean, back, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago, yeah, Ole Miss wasn't going to talk to Will Wade or Chris Beard. But maybe then you start vetting candidates. Maybe you thought Chris Holtman is good in his own right and he's clean off the court. There's nothing to worry about there. He can win or, or have the same kind of impact as Chris Beard. I'm putting myself in the mind of Keith Carter. But then you find out that 
you don't have a lot of options with this job right now because it's not just Andy that got the boot from this program after he won at an unprecedented rate. It was Kermit too. And Kermit, he deserved to be let go. And I think he would admit that. They combined to win seven SEC games the last two years, but he's widely respected in coach in the coaching community, in coaching circles. So you've got a view of this job in the coaching community that is already negative and made that much worse because you moved on from two coaches in that community that are well-respected. So this job, maybe you don't have a wealth of options, of good options. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Your national champions are back for another exciting year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for both Ole Miss baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday, allocated into your blue priority point total, and are up to 90% tax deductible. So sign up today by visiting givetoathletics.com slash donate. That's givetoathletics.com slash donate, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662 615-7159. That's Ole Miss Baseball and the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. 662-915-7159. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone, from pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com slash TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is not a desirable job, okay? And Chris Beard would not be talking to us, I'm just being honest here, if not for his off-the-court ordeal. Right. It got him fired at Texas. So, I mean, that's that's just the real way to paint this picture, right? I mean, it, it, it's not, yeah, sure. Two million a year and coaching a team that plays in a palace, that's desirable. Of course it is. <laughs> Especially for a guy who's making 400000 you know, coaching Samford. I don't know if that's what Bucky McMillan is making or not. But yeah, okay, but not to a guy who can coach anywhere he wants. I, it, it's not a desirable place to be. And, and, and Ben, you've heard this, and I've got to be careful what I say here, but amongst coaches, it is, com- it is considered a coaching graveyard. And for years and years, we blamed it on the tad pad. But again, the pavilion is 0-2, with two pretty good basketball coaches, Andy Kennedy and Kermit Davis. So, you know, it is what it is. It's considered what I said, a a coaching graveyard. Well, back in 2017, um, Andy Kennedy, he actually did Ole Miss a solid. Tom Crane almost was interested in him. He called Andy, and um, Andy tried to sell it best he could. He didn't go, oh, I hate that school, whatever. He said, hey, look, man, here are the – positives and there are overwhelming positives but there are real negatives hard hard negatives that other schools don't offer and at the end of that conversation doing his best selling job tom crane says to andy yeah i thought it was the 14th team in the sec and it's the 14th team in the sec and he went to georgia now tom crane has proven out uh, as proven out in his stay at georgia wouldn't have been a good hire but you maybe would have celebrated it more because of his track record with marquette and everywhere else um you would have celebrated that more as an old miss fan than maybe with kermit and there were a lot of coaches like that that almost was interested in. But once they vetted the job, as almost vetted them, they're like, oh, I'll have better opportunities, even if it's Georgia, which you might as almost think, oh, wait a second, Georgia's terrible in basketball. You're right. But in the coaching community, it was viewed as better. Tom Green's a good example of why. Um, so Chris Spear changes that dynamic, especially if he can win here. There, there are obvious negatives. Um, those negatives have been covered ad nauseum at this point. But I don't know what else Ole Miss – can really do to to in any way persuade people that might be on the fence about it only to say that they've gone through their vetting process and they feel comfortable enough with it. And maybe you might say, Oh, that's just a school money wins out, right? Money's the the master of everything. That's a valid argument. I mean, I think that's fair that if not for the money, if not for the stakes of winning at the highest level, you know, major college athletics, this wouldn't be a debate, but you know, Rick Patino is still coaching. John Calipari's coaching, Bruce Pearl's coaching. This happens in college athletics. Keith has to make those decisions because at the end of the day, if Ole Miss basketball doesn't win, what's going to happen? He's going to get fired. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, you know, yeah, we, we said from the get-go, this had to be an outside-the-box hire. And you had to go get somebody that could create excitement, 
could fill the pavilion and, and can coach basketball players and recruit them. He checks all of those boxes. Yeah, there's a big box outside that some people aren't going to like. Um, some people may consider it a risk, but, but I don't. And, and I mean, if it is a problem, as you mentioned, there's language in the contract to swiftly deal with it, period. I mean, you know, if, if she gets anything to her or any other female moving forward, I mean, it's basically over, right? You can't keep him after that point. Now, that's a big detriment. I get that. But how bad do you want to win? Because in the world you live in, in the world I live in on message boards, I mean, that's 90% of the concern, right? Yeah. We just want to win. Just win. Well, the deal with Keith and what I do not understand about this search, because we'll ask him all these questions once he's actually going to talk about them and be honest about it, because he can't be, I guess, in a coaching search. It's frustrating, but that's the truth of the matter. That's the reality. But what doesn't make sense is not vetting Will Wade, too. Like, this should have only been, to me, a two-coach search. But, see, I disagree with that just because Wade's still got something hanging out there on him. And until that is resolved – and, and, and probably in fairness to Will Wade, it should already be resolved. I, I, I just think he's toxic. You can't do that. You cannot do it. Well, others would argue that Chris Beard, they feel the exact same way with everything Chris Beard's gone through. But I, has it not been resolved? I, I think there's a level of resolution there that you can move forward with Chris Beard. And maybe you can't with Will Wade. So I, I get that. I get the re- reluctancy to talk to Will Wade. If it's not Chris Beard, man, I feel bad for the guy who it's going to be. If it's not like Will Wade or Keith pulls something out of his hat, the rabbit out of the hat, that's some huge name that no one saw coming, which could happen. Yeah, and if I'm Chris Beard and I'm sitting in in my house, whether it be Jackson or wherever, and, and I'm also thinking, oh, miss, yuck, but it's an opportunity, but if I sat on the sidelines for a year, maybe the, the the better opportunity comes along because he's not struggling financially and uh, he doesn't need a job. So, you know, there, there are two sides to that coin, 100%. Obviously, it was leaked yesterday. Ole Miss is, is, went to talk to him. Um whether or not Chris Beard came to talk to Ole Miss in Oxford, I think is still a point up for debate. But Ole Miss talked to him. And, you know, other schools who may be a year away from a, a coaching search may be going, okay, Ole Miss talked to him. He'll be okay next year. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying two sides to every coin. Not only does Ole Miss have to come to the conclusion – Chris Beard is their guy, but Chris Beard has to come the, to the conclusion that Ole Miss is where he wants to be. So, you know, I, I'm with you. If it's not Chris Beard, what do they do? I, I, I mean, where do we go? And it's probably, and, 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 and look, as you said, Keith may have somebody out there none of us know about, but it's probably going to be kind of a, a slapstick rebound higher 
if Beard were to turn Ole Miss down. And that's what we didn't need. We don't need Kermit Davis 2.0, a guy that has been moderately successful at, at the G5 mid-major level and welcoming him into a conference that is nowhere near what it was 10 years ago in basketball. It has made leaps and bounds of improvements pretty much everywhere but here and maybe South Carolina and, you know, LSU's had a rough year. What else is happening in Ole Miss sports this week? <laughs> Good question. Well, Ole Miss plays Southern Miss tonight in a rematch of the Hattiesburg Super Regional. That ought to be fun. Um, that's on the baseball diamond. But, um, you know, winding down wintertime workouts, going to send the kids home for a week for spring break next week. And um, boom, they come back. We have a press conference and the Rebels uh, kick off spring practice. That's kind of where we're at. We're both going on spring break trips. Do you think a hire is made before each of us leave? The Rebels play in the SEC tournament when? Tomorrow? Wednesday. I could see the earliest point being Thursday, perhaps Friday, um, most likely Monday. So I would bet you and I are both in sunny South Carolina when the hire comes down. And we're, we're not going together, by the way. We're going to places like right next to each other, but this is not a Garrett Johnson family vacation. Hey, I'm down for it if you ever want to do that. I mean, let's go. Well, we'll, meet, we'll meet in Charleston for cocktails or something. Or we'll meet at Disney World in Epcot Center for cocktails. I, I, look, I have raised two kids, <laughs> two grown kids. One is 24, the other one's 23. Uh, she just got engaged. Woo! And- and and never went to Disney with either of the two of them. I've got an eight-year-old that has never went to Disney either and uh, probably isn't because her dad is not the Disney type of guy. Hey, that's all right. What do you have to pay for as part of the wedding stuff? Oh, I got to pay for the wedding, man. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. My daughter and I have already had one argument about it today already. About you need the to venue. pop in Steve Martin, father of the bride. Listen, man, just follow the so playbook. I'm trying to be the concerned dad, so I, I set her down this morning and I'm like, Hey, um, she got in from DC about one, one o'clock this morning and um, didn't work today, was off work, so she um, she slept in. But when she got up, I'm like, Sydney, what do you think about having the wedding? in the chapel at Ole Miss and we have the reception in the inn at Ole Miss and that way hotel can be headquarters for everybody and all your drunk friends can just leave the reception and go to their rooms and pass out that kind of thing you would have thought I had said you know let's get married uh in the backyard and I'll pull the pickup truck up and everybody can sit on the tailgate. She wants to get married at some castle on some hill somewhere. (laughs) And the down payment is like $6,000. 
payable, payable a year in advance. And it's just the down payment. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, if we do that, I can save on the food. I can farm the food out to this person and this person. She's like, no, dad, if you have it there, you must buy their food. And the minimum being the minimum is $30 per head. And I, you know, I got my little calculator going on in my head and I'm like, well, okay, $30. What do you think? A hundred, 150 people? No, 400 people. 400 people. I've seen my future. Yeah, now, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. Yeah. Oh, crap. He's David Johnson at Rebels 247. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben. The Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, affiliate of 3 inside the Rebels and affiliate of 247 Sports. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Howdy, toddy, everybody. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.